everybody and welcome back to our podcast. It is your hosts, Steffi. And Julia. And together we're Derps and Burps and we're back with a new episode. And today we're going to talk about why millennials don't get a midlife crisis. Mm. Mm-hmm. So excited uh, for that. Yeah, we were, we were, we were a, a little bit the philosophing. What's the, what's the verb of philosophy? Uh... Uh, philosophing with Steffu, we were in German. We would say we were we waren am philosophieren. Is what we philosophing? Yeah, that is it. That sounds so wrong when you say it in English. Harry Potter, the philosopher stone, (laughs) the philosophing stone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Anyway, Steffi and me. And then we showed topic for today and we were like, okay, what's there to talk about? And then we went from topic to topic and then we were like, you know what? We will never have a midlife crisis because we can't even get there. Plus and we so, have plenty of crisis already. Our Mental life breakdowns, everything. Exactly. So uh, that's going to be our topic today. <laughs> um, then, as you can this see, the so mood funny. is uh, A-OK today. Uh, we're going to first update you a little bit about what's going on in our life, what had happened in the last week, and what's going to happen this week, then listen of yeah. the week, and then we're going to talk about how our life is different from the life of our parents and uh, potentially of you if you're younger. But from what I see in our statistics, you're all, all old fucks like us. You're all yeah. in your like mid and 20s, early 30s, mid 30s, and then there's Stony. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Stony. I'm kidding. No, do you know Stony is turning 50 next year? We're gonna have oh, to really? Ma- yeah, Stony is t- turning 50 next year. We're gonna have to make a nice 50s party for him. <clears throat> yep, 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 yep. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> so, anyway, um, we will update you now about what happened last week. Uh, Steffu, what's new? What happened last week? What's going on this week? Update oh, us. a lot happened. Um, <clears throat> last week on Friday, we went to, like Ben and I went to a friend's little celebration party. It was just a get-together where we were eating uh, because she is officially allowed uh. to have her own excuse you to Sorry. have her own company as a lawyer mm-hmm. agency whatever you want to call it uh so mm-hmm. that was nice it was nice to see her again on saturday max and i drove to an animal shelter in hungary with two of our friends and uh we know this shelter because one of our friends acquaintance is working there you good woman Oh, fine. I'm Just muted, so, so podcast can't hear when I'm, I'm coughing. You're fine, you're fine, <laughs> okay. sorry. Um, so we went there because an acquaintance of our friend is working there. It's an Austrian shelter in Hungary. Uh, very nice one. They take great care of, of all the doggos. They even have two horses, like two ponies there. Just Aww. standing and chilling, cats, uh, everything. I started crying the first like five meters I entered this whole area because there were all the puppies and they were all just coming towards you like in their area and jumping against the fence and just looked at you and I just I I just cried like I was like I cannot take this like these are only the babies Julia's dying (laughs) it's fine I'm muting podcast and not hearing it I just just started with the yeah 
I started with the ba- we started with the babies and then you get to all the other doggos and so we went there. They have quite a lot, a lot of cute ones. Max and I fell in love with two in specific. More like I, w- I fell in love with two. Max fell in love with one. Uh, the one doggo we both fell in love with looks like a, uh, Julia says like a wombat. It is a wombat. Yeah, I swear they're trying mixture. to sell. They're trying to sell her yeah. a dog that is actually a wombat, and I'm all here for it. It's so cute. She's so cute. <laughs> so yeah, we went. We went for a walk here as well with her. It was all. It was a very What's nice. What's her name day. again? Macy. Uh, no. Mancy. 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 Mm-hmm. We stayed there longer than planned. <clears throat> Obviously, we were like, yeah, we're going to be there for two hours. It's a two hours drive. We're going to stay there for two hours and then we drive back for two hours and then we go for dinner. Uh, we left, we, we arrived at one, I think, and left at five. <laughs> so it's been a bit longer. <clears throat> it was very nice talking to them. <clears throat> we spent a lot of time in the kindergarten area where all the puppies were. They were super hyped super cute took a lot of videos that was amazing so yeah i'm considering or let's say i'm pretty sure i want one max is not so sure yet Mm. so yeah that's that uh sunday was just chilling and working on a few like etsy things apex new season started it's completely scuffed people read to pret and it's amazing i love it you're all here for it it's i'm (laughs) all here for it you can get a shit ton of points for doing zero damage and if you deal damage and if you get kills you get even more points so it's a bit scuffed to be honest but just use it to your advantage uh, advantage right mm. there's no point in crying about it so just use it to your advantage beside that there's a lot of things going on the next few months because of all the events there's mm-hmm. a lot of events coming up ben and i <clears throat> are going we're planning to go to a big K-pop event in Vienna together with a friend, Kali, mm-hmm. Kalisi. She's going there as well with a friend. So we drive there together. going to be fun. It's a European tour thingy. They come to every city mm-hmm. and have a pretty good DJ. And it's like a huge event. Super excited for that. Beside that, by the time you hear this, it's Sasunita wedding week, right? So on Saturday, mm-hmm. we're going to be at their wedding yeah we're excited yes i can't can wait for it like i was literally wait like i remember getting a letter a year ago for the invitation mm-hmm. for the wedding and i was mm-hmm. so excited like it's the first like i was on <clears throat> two or three weddings so far mm-hmm. um and it's like the first wedding where i think i'm gonna get really really emotional like i was at yeah. one of like Haru and Stefan back then, but I wasn't really like that involved in everything at the time. Like I, I know I knew them for twelve years, both of them being together. I knew, uh, like them as a mm. couple of twelve years. I knew how they got together and stuff. But I don't know. I feel like to to Nita and Sazo, I have like a <clears throat> even deeper a tighter connection. bond. Yeah, deeper yeah, connection. So I just feel like I'm gonna just be crying the whole the whole saturday and it's yeah. gonna be like oh my god why did i why, <laughs> why didn't i bring more tissues <laughs> max max and him can sit together and we just cry oh yeah we just give it oh. away it's so beautiful, so beautiful. <laughs> yeah so Stefan and me gonna just be a full wreck and happy yeah. for for them too i'm really really excited though i think it's gonna be a really amazing wedding yeah 
I still, I That's this week, I still need to go buy uh, stuff to wear. Same. I need shoes. <sighs> Nathan as well. <coughs> I need shoes. Mm, Max I, as well. I, I'm thinking about, I, I think I'm just going to wear Vans. Like I have cream colored Vans. I think I'm mm-hmm. just going to wear cream colored Vans. And then like a nice dress or combo or something. Yeah. Like I have one dress that I ordered, but it's like, like it has like a corset kind of thing on top. Mm-hmm. And it fits perfectly, mm-hmm. but it's pretty snug. And if I'm thinking that we're going to have to sit there for like the and whole eat. evening and eat and like dance and have fun. Like I'm just thinking that is a dress I can be comfortable in for two hours, but maybe not the, the whole evening and really enjoy it. So I'm thinking I'm probably going with Nathan and we're going to find something that I can be more free in. If that yeah, makes uh, sense. So I'm going to see yeah. if I find something worse because <coughs> I have the dress anyway. But yeah, I'm really, mm-hmm. really, really excited for that one. Sorry for interrupting same, same, you again. Same. Then, uh, what happened? Eurovision Song Contest happened a week ago. I sadly came home very late, so I didn't see the performances, but the winning performance, and I heard Finland through the radio because oh, yeah. they were live streaming really it on the radio. I loved Finland. I wanted same. them to win. Like, they should have won, all, I just, honestly. Yes. They should have won. I was so hyped when they got so many points, but then, yeah, Sweden. Mm. And Sweden was kind of late, not going to lie. So, yeah. Uh, the highly medicated lady. Much. Yeah, she was, like, super <laughs> stoned. <laughs> and we did, like, uh, what we planned was Ben coming over and then we watched together, but it got so late that he said, okay, he's going to stay home. So, and uh, our friends were in Discord, so I just joined the Discord call and we had like a watch party over Discord and mm-hmm. watched, I, I watched the last, I think, two hours with them or one and a half hours until it ended. So yeah, it was okay. Songs were pretty lame, to be fair. I just heard like screaming all the time. It's like, Aah! everyone was just trying so hard to be like the super, Aah! it was super annoying. And then, oh Yeah. Good news, a, a big news, guys, for my lash lady. She's pregnant. I'm fucked. Did you know, like, lashes cost so much. Like, she is a very good, like, very good one. And her 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 prices are totally okay. So I'm so fine with paying it. I even give her, like, I always give her tips as well. And then I looked up. Everything in, in Graz is so fucking expensive. I cannot afford lashes anymore if she's gone. Plus, she's making find... it really nice and it doesn't look that yes. like. Yeah. And I need to find someone. And I told her, I'm so sad, but I'm so happy <laughs> for you. And if she has someone she can recommend to me where I can go while she's gone, I'd really appreciate that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. let's see. I hope I hope she she has someone because otherwise I'm going to be going <laughs> to be naked with uh, next month again. Because I can't afford lashes anymore. It's like two weeks, two to three weeks. It's like between 50 and 60 bucks everywhere else. And most of them do not even fill. You have to do the first, like the first uh, session session as well there. So they Mm -hmm. basically don't accept you if you didn't do the first session Mm -hmm. there. First session usually costs between 120 and 160. It's like, what the fuck? Mm. And I already have lashes. So yeah, super annoying. I'm happy for her, but I'm super <laughs> I'm, I'm super stressed out about that. So you're thinking uh, about stopping doing it altogether? If, if I can't find someone that is financially okay, like with the prices, I probably will stop because I cannot afford that. Like three weeks or every two weeks for 50 bucks, it's just 
a hundred bucks a month for lashes. That's mm. too much for me. Mm. It's way too much. I'd rather invest that in a dog than huh? That's what I was mm. thinking. Fuck the lashes, get a dog. Yeah. Or both. <laughs> or I both. A good one. <laughs> exactly. A good dog or so, yeah. a good lash lady. <laughs> both, both, both. Lash lady. No, lash lady. Thinking, listen, lash the wombat the wombat is already I'm already ready to be the wombat aunt. Yeah, I know. She's very cute. And she chose us kinda. That's she when came you know to us. Yeah. What about you, Julia? I'm done. Um, also, sorry, also, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, let yeah, me throw yeah, that in. Yeah, yeah. If anybody's in Graz, guys, and you know a good lash lady, please let me know. Text me on Instagram or on this let her know. episode. Please, I need one. <laughs> I need one. Doing, I do everything yeah. to find a good one. She really needs a good lash lady. I, I need a I good lash want. lady, guys. Oh my Preferably God. without happy ending. Uh, guys, if you are not watching the video to this episode... And you don't know why I'm laughing? Please just rewatch this with uh, <laughs> with video. Steffi's emote was <clears throat> beautiful. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so uh, what's new with me? So this week I'm cat sitting for my neighbor. Uh, mm. She's on holidays, so I'm taking care of Fritzi. Fritzi mm -hmm. is the cat of my neighbor. Uh, How old? Uh, um, I think he's six or oh, six okay. or eight. I'm not sure. I think six. Um, mm -hmm. but he's a little bit evil. So he's like one of these cats that like, like every rolls cat. around. No, 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 no. Listen, my cats yes. don't do that. They like rolls around and then you pet him and then he acts like he likes it. And out of a sudden he attacks you like, but like really bad. <laughs> he, he bit his owner twice. She works at the hospital. So she got in early, but she had to get mm -hmm. like stitches and uh, injections because he bit her that hard twice already. Alarm! Shit. It's not for you, Steffi. Steffi's getting picked up again. Today is a busy alarm day for her, I feel like. Mm. Um, so, yeah, anyway, cat sitting Fritzi trying to not get bit, but he's a really pretty boy. Um, it was the neighbor that also had the dad of Blinky, um, but he sadly Ooh. passed away in the beginning of this year. They had to um, oh. put him, neuter him, is that the word? Or put him down? I'm not sure. Like, he was so, he didn't really eat anymore, and he had only, Aww. like, two kilos left or something. He was just bone and skin and bone anymore, and he wouldn't Aww. eat. <clears throat> and so they had to put him down slightly. But I think he turned 14 or something like that. So he Okay, got, that's a good age. He had a really, really good, good age. And he got hit by a car twice in his <laughs> life. He got run over by a car twice and once over his head that his jar oh. got broken so he couldn't even like close his mouth anymore so he always looked like this oh. and you <clears throat> but he was a really cool cat like i went there like I, I had to go feed them twice a day like what food when i went there and mm -hmm. like so i was there and waiting for him to eat and then clean the plate and stuff so um <clears throat> yeah this time it's the first time that i cat sit where when it's only fritzi okay. but that's fine um then, uh, what's new? Cat sitting. Uh, last week, I uh, played a little bit of variety games on stream. I tried Hydroneer. Um, if you mm -hmm. don't know Hydroneer, maybe you watch the YouTuber Let's Game It Out, I think is his name. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Basically, what he does, he plays like random games. Most of the time, it's like simulation games. And then mm -hmm. he does super extreme things and brings the game to crash or does like really really crazy things with games mm -hmm. and nathan and me watch him all the time and he made i think three or four videos on hydroneer and every time i watched the videos i was like oh fuck i really want to play this game it's basically 
short stories you go into like a village it's kind of like an open world thing and it's like mm -hmm. where you wash jewels and um, uh, metals out of water out of dirt you know like mm -hmm. gold washing <clears throat> and then you sell it and then you can either build houses you can automate so you can make like you can build really cool automations in in the in the game or you can go mm -hmm. full I don't know Simpson build a house or uh play the economics like there's many different ways of playing it um <clears throat> but a very very good game I played it mm -hmm. I had so much fun and I think the coolest experience that I had as well like it's kind of indie game I don't, I don't really know mm -hmm. if, if it's still considered an indie game but it's a it's a small uh uk um company developer or? that makes it mm -hmm. i think it's like a handful of guys from the uk and one american and uh -huh. when i started playing like not all the devs but a lot of the devs actually came in because apparently i was like the only person streaming it on this day yeah. and i had like a hundred viewers and they were like super nice they were like hey if you need any help let us know what do you think like and they were showing me like little easter eggs they were hiding in mm -hmm. the game and um they were like literally i think i streamed it for like eight hours straight or six hours straight mm -hmm. and they were sitting there for six hours like really in chat interacting and they also uh gave me two keys to give away on stream uh, like nice. i bought the game myself i decided to play myself and they were like hey if your community likes it we can give you like two keys for them um to try it as well and so you mm -hmm. can ruffle it and they were so 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 nice so in addition to the game being actually really good um <clears throat> they were super nice as well so it makes cool. me feel like i have like a real connection to the game so i'm really looking forward mm -hmm. to playing this again and that people are super super nice um so so it's a plus um uh sorry i just wanted to write something on uh so yeah hydronir really 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 good game um really mm -hmm. enjoyed it then i played zelda the new zelda game um mm -hmm. i have to say i'm sorry i know a lot of people will hate me for this all the mm -hmm. the um zelda people uh it is so fucking boring and it's such a fucking joke in my opinion okay. <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm so sorry no I'm, I'm really pissed so before i i flew to or when i flew to tokyo i played um the old zelda on my switch i was like oh fuck yeah let me play this again i knew the new one is coming out so i'm just gonna get a little bit into a feeling and then i started playing um the 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 the, the new one last week mm -hmm. and it's literally I, I'm not spoiling any like story or something like that. It's just the way the game is built, right? Um, <clears throat> so it's literally the same way the last game is built. So it's like more or less a copy paste of the first game. So if you like the first game and you kind of want to replay this, but in a new world, then you're going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's basically the exact same thing. You start out, um, it's basically the tutorial right you get everything gets erased you need to learn all the abilities and then everything again so it's basically i think i played six hours so far five or six hours of tutorial so like hey go there then you oh my god alarm kind of alarm honking i don't know steffi's steffi's mm -hmm. uh, uh neighborhood is going crazy um <laughs> So yeah, it's like basically five or six hours of tutorial where mm -hmm. you learn how to do everything in the game again, which I guess can be nice if it's like your first Zelda game. 
mm-hmm. the exact same as in the old one um more or less like go to this shrine then go to this shrine and then when you collected all the shrines you can go out in the world and then there's this thing yeah. after five or six hours i'm like yes i give it a second chance i played it again done with the tutorial they're like at a big door you push it and then it's like oh by the way there's some more tutorial you need to do before you can actually go into like the the good part of the game and then okay. i just rage critted i was like fuck yeah finally i pushed through this fucking tutorial part for six hours and they're like oh by the way go back you need to do more stuff so i don't know how much more is there to do wow. but yeah it, it made me so mad that i actually rage quitted the game and went to play uh face it level one with my russians i enjoyed that more than playing and then we out. played apex and then we played apex exactly <clears throat> so yeah anyway uh i didn't really enjoy Zelda that much because just the tutorial part is so fucking long and i'm also disappointed i have to say um the game is 70 euros Mm -hmm. 70 bucks which i think is a lot for a switch game i get it it's an open world it's a big game yada 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 but for what it is so first of all um they still don't have voice actors in the game really like they have ex- they have zelda that is voice acted but like mm-hmm. all the other characters that you meet in the world so far as far as i'm in i'm like six hours in the game um you have to read the text yourself they don't even have voice actors that read mm-hmm. the text for you which i think is a little bit sad for that price mm-hmm. of the money um second the graphics on the switch really like it's the same as the old game how old is the old game i think it's like seven or eight years old it's the exact same graphics i think um i get it the console seven or eight years old but it just looks poop it's Mm -hmm. like for me it's just as disappointing as um the the last two pokemon games kind of where it's like like i think the game would be good but there's like i don't know i feel like i'm stuck like seven to eight Mm -hmm. years ago like I'm, I'm, I don't know anything about the story yet because, as I said, I played six hours of tutorial so far. So no. it might be that the story is really good, um, that they implemented cool new mechanics into the game, but it looks poop. Um, the intro is super, super slow. Um, so for me, a big turnoff because I like games to just pull me in straight and make mm. me immerse into the world and feel connected and 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 everything and for me it was just like six hours of tutorial um so yeah i i mean it is the same with the first part again like it's kind of similar once you get over that i'm sure it's gonna become good but for me Mm. the feedback for the developers not that they would ever give a fuck about what i say but i would i would make it a little bit more fast-paced or at least a little bit more engaging for the story um Mm. yeah that's my take on zelda so i'm sorry if i'm pissing anybody off uh beside of that link looks actually really hot in this (laughs) i googled he's 117 years old in this game i'm allowed to say that okay i did my research if i'm allowed to say if link is hot he's 117 years old Uh, not a minor in the game not a minor he's older than me i can say that um so yeah Beside of that, could have been an amazing game for me, sadly a little bit too slow. Uh, what mm-hmm. else is new? Um, just a little update because we had an episode about the five love languages. I read an article yesterday actually that they officially added two new love languages to the whole principle, um, which is shared experiences and emotional security. Um, so shared experiences is like 
kind of a sub uh category of quality time like if you felt like oh yeah quality time kind of but not really so shared experiences is um for example you want to make new memories with your loved ones so for example for you it's not necessarily like oh i i want the undivided uh, attention not having their phone while we watch tv or whatever it is mm-hmm. um or just talking to you but it's like experiencing new things with people that you love so let's say finding a new hobby going to new places traveling together so that kind of stuff um mm-hmm. and the second thing is emotional security um those are the two new love languages that they added to it apparently um i haven't really read that much about it but i just wanted to toss it in because i read that um then our heating got repaired last week so that's really nice mm-hmm. uh i played mom for verena last week we went a little bit of furniture shopping we didn't buy anything because she didn't want to buy the small things decorative items yet before she doesn't have like the big things and don't have yep. the apartment yet which makes sense um and she didn't buy any big furniture but um we could figure out a lot of things that she doesn't want so it's like a good okay. thing like hey i know what i don't want so she can focus more mm-hmm. on the things that she does want um but i think she was a little bit sad because she didn't end up buying anything while we were there um mm-hmm. and today i'm going with her to my insurance guy like i have a really nice guy that is a <laughs> insurance agent so he doesn't work just for one insurance but he offers like different insurances from different companies and so i'm helping verena kind of because she has no idea how it works you know with like having your own flat getting your insurance for your flat um and all of that kind of stuff and then she's like i'm kind of i'm kind of shy can you like come with me so like i called him last monday and i was like you know what I'm, i can go with you if you want i was like hey my friend is a little bit shy is it okay if i come too so we have today the appointment in the afternoon i'm going with her to her they grow up so fast. They grow up so fast. Dude, Verena is turning 30 this year. I'm so proud. It's such a proud mom. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, sister, sister. I'm, I, honestly, Can't imagine. Can't Verena, imagine. Verena is just my, my little sister. That's kind of how it feels. Um, and yeah, beside of that, today I can finally go back to the gym after not working out for roughly 10 days because I had like my back tattoo. Um, mm-hmm. It was a pretty huge area and it was really tight. So, And I still have like some small, small gaps i think it's called on the back um but now it's fine so today we're going back to the gym um which i'm also nice. excited yeah that was the update for me uh listen of the week steffi who do we have tony under episode 69, 69 take care of your effing self and he says wrong topic for episode 69 by the way stony we know yeah. we literally said when we started the episode we need to make a lot of 69 jokes but we actually didn't make a single fucking joke yeah not and a i realized that in one nah i realized that when we stopped recording and when we left discord mm-hmm. i was like fuck i didn't make a single 69 joke yeah, we like both did. Our plan was te- my plan was technically when I, we came in, I was like, Steffi, episode sixty nine. We need to make something sexual. We need to make it funny. We need to make it witty. And Steffi was like, I feel enlightened, empowered. I need to talk about health and taking care of yourself. And I was like, Yeah, listen, I think that's a good idea because it's important for you right now. You're patient mm. about it now. That's why we make this episode right now. And then I completely forgot about like making all the yeah. sixty nine jokes. So. Same kind of kind of sad but hey um, we can make a 69.1 episode yep, and yep. talk about all the like kama sutra 
yeah uh, what's it called yeah something like that i don't know can oh yeah another thing actually that i wanted to put mm -hmm. in um i started to do like the ngl like the not gonna yeah. lie anonymous mm -hmm. uh question stuff mm -hmm. jesus christ um dude the, the questions there like i was like okay maybe there's, there's really interesting questions that people just don't have the balls nope. to ask when you know who it is it's literally just like hey will you show more on your only fans will you do porn can you show your tatas what's your favorite sex <laughs> position uh, can you show me your feet do you did you ever had somebody lick your armpit like that kind of stuff and i'm like Dude. to be fair Yes. You know what you can do with those questions? You can say, I will be answering those on, on my OnlyFans. Yeah, that's the thing. But I'm just not, I'm just not interested. Like, I'm like, hey, I wanted to have like so a retarded. really cool Q&A of people that no, are like... You don't get... Julia, stuff. what do you expect? I don't know. I expect people to have, to have like no. more interest than just No, expect sex. the least. I don't know. Expect yeah, literally, literally. My There's nothing. Listen, I'm expecting way too much for people. Yeah. From people, you do. sadly. I really you do. You do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, they just want to wank. <laughs> that is correct. Um, so, yeah, but expecting too much out of life. Let's get back to our topic. Why millennials yeah. don't have a midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> smooth, smooth, uh, smooth transition awesome. into the topic. perfection. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we wanted to talk a little bit about it because I, uh, Steffi had the whole topic with, she, she was um, rec uh, uh, saying we could talk about the whole thing about how um, the relation or many relationships of our generations are now deciding, are we going to have a dog or are we going to have a kid? Right? Mm. So, and that reminded me that I uh, read actually an article on why millennials are not having a midlife crisis like the generation of our parents of Steffi and 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 us um had for example and i think it was really really interesting because it was talking about how our whole society is shifting of um first of all obviously how easy under quotation marks it was to achieve certain things for the generations before us compared to now mm. um right so so if you think about our parents or their parents before that um how much money they made in like a normal job how much cheaper it was to afford housing to have children no. um how uh, like if you think about like let's say the generations of uh let's say our grandparents right like the way they lived was um the the man worked full time most of the time like this let's talk stereotypical right so I can just say from my my grandparents, it was my granddads were working. Both of my grandmas were stay-at-home moms. Um, As it should be. <laughs> Steffi, honestly, I f fuck being a boss-ass bitch. I just want to be a stay-at-home mom and, and cook food. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I can see the appeal of, of it. I'm not going to lie. Um... So everybody should just do whatever they want. But I, I, I do see appeal in that as well. Um, not for me, obviously. Uh, my life, I'm, I'm way too, too driven to wanting to achieve way more things than that. But um, I do understand it. So uh, going back to it, so it was uh, my granddads were both working full time. My grandmas were both staying home. 
Uh, for my dad, there were three siblings. For my grandma, they had uh, two children. Um, yeah. They were both like my my grandma from my mom's side. They had like a penthouse in the middle of the city uh, in mm. Klagenfurt. My granddad was working in the uh, radio slash television as a commentator. And um, my other grandpa was working first in the police. And then he was actually the owner of the Corinthian uh book book falak like the the thing is they're releasing books i don't know what it's called like falak mm -hmm, i don't mm -hmm. know how to like i know what you mean yeah but publisher yeah exactly the publisher oh, of of our st state um and he wrote books um himself as well um yeah and they they both uh had their own home my my grandparents for example they had a second home in their in the mountains as well like a house that they built that they then gave to their children right so my my mom inhabited and her sister they got like the house in the mountains and a, a apartment in the in the city right i remember that when my parents were building the house they both got like money from their parents to start building their own house you know um yeah and so on <clears throat> and so on and if you think about it um now for our parents it was already harder to build their own home but they had their support or at least from my parents, how I can how can I say it? Um, but they had support from their grandparents, so it was kind of still possible for them to build mm. their own home. And for me, if I wouldn't have been as fortunate with the job that I have, and the same with Nathan, alarm, alarm. <laughs> like if I would be still working in my old job where I like er earned thousand four hundred euros or whatever it was, um, I would never be able to afford having my own house. Like I'm mm. really for like I know that I'm really fortunate in the, in the way that we live right now, um, that we can afford it. But I know that if I would have stayed in my normal job, it would have been impossible for me to have a house and pay off the debt for building a house in my lifetime. Mm. No matter how much I work, um, and thinking about that, it's actually crazy. And, and thinking back, like your parents were, like our grandparents were like 30 and they were like, I buy this this yeah. piece of land and I build a house on it. And on the same time, uh, only I work, my wife stays home and I have three children and we have two cars yep. and we have this and this and this and this and we can live a comfortable life. Um, so yeah. And then once they reach a certain part in their life, like when in the 40s and their 50s, they get bored of having achieved everything and then they're like fuck i need to act out i need to start drinking i need to start smoking cigarettes i need to start an affair i need to buy a sports car uh i need to shave my head as a woman whatever it is uh, the kids are out of the house they lose the whole identity of uh what's happening um and then midlife crisis strikes right um for us we have a crisis kind of like that way early in our lives right since we or most of us can't even get to the point where you comfortably can afford housing, potentially children, um, maybe having only one part of the relationship staying home or maybe just working part-time or whatever it is. Um, many of us panic early in their life. So you maybe have like a quarter-life crisis or something because you realize that under normal circumstances, you won't be able to ever afford what your parents or your grandparents have. And you realize that it's not even your own fault, but societies that 
realistically, there's only a really small chance that you can have all of that without being in debt for the rest of your life. And potentially, instead of how our uh, uh, instead of the generations before us that could inherit their next generations like houses or land or money, like all that we potentially can inherit our children if we decide to have any is going to be debt, right? Or if we're lucky I mean, that we go that out at zero, right? That is something they always took uh, loans back then as well. But I feel like it was just easier for them to pay them back, even though it was 30 years of their lives. They paid it back within the uh, 30 or 40 years as well. And we're done by the age of 60. The other question is, do you really want that? Or like earlier. People earlier. nowadays. Like yeah, I think they were and, done way earlier because it was so much cheaper to to build their houses. Like I mean, I know friends my parents, of us. Yes. Like my parents, yes. Like, for example... My grand, uh, my mom and my dad, I think they would have been done in their 50s paying back the loan for the house. Yeah, so between, yeah, I'd say yeah. between 50 and 60. And my years. granddad and my grandmom, I think they were done like in their 40s already. Mm. Like paying yeah. back, or if they even had that. So, yeah. and now the, the point is that, especially in this year, for example, it's really hard to even get a loan if you Besides don't have um, a certain amount of, uh what is it called uh start starting money starting like, yeah i i, I forgot how much with money it to is, start but it. was it 10 or 20 percent deposit I is think, it deposit no it's i not think deposit. it's 10 percent yeah i think you need to 10 percent have at least start capital start the capital start starting starting capital to <laughs> build philosophy, a, stone, yeah, philosophy stone starting capital yeah yeah we're really good with those terms no but anyway so for many people, it's even a problem to just have those 10% uh, of money you need to even request a loan now, right? Yeah. Um, so, and that, that's crazy. And, and on the same, uh, at the same time, the prices for rent are exploding. So it's like you pay so much money that you basically burn, right? Because you don't, at the end of the day, you don't have anything out of it that no. that was also why nathan and me we decided to buy the house of uh my that my parents built right yeah. um because we were like back then it was still way cheaper the rent and everything right um but we were like okay instead of burning i don't know back then again it was cheap we paid like a thousand euros rent or a thousand two hundred euros rent for a house with a garden with two parking spots um That's but we hilarious. were like yes yeah. yeah you couldn't even get that i think they rent the same house that we rented for 1100 euros uh when did we in 2017 they rent this one now for 1800 mm. like it, it is insane so instead yeah. of and, and and uh exactly um what fudge just put in the notes um the thing is the rents are so high that if you're renting right now most of the time, you can't even afford to put money aside to get that deposit for the for the for a potential credit. Right? We're fucked either way, though. There's no no way if you don't earn a very good or don't above have a average. very good salary. Yeah. If if you're not you can earning above average, yeah, you cannot do anything because you can choose between renting or as you said, like taking a loan. But then again, you have to have the starting money, the ten percent. 
to be even able to get the loan. Yeah. And what I've like, what I see now is because a friend of us bought with the help of his parents, um, he bought an apartment in Graz, which was very expensive. And he doesn't have a fixed, uh, what's it called? Uh, credit. Yeah. Like, uh, he doesn't have the, the fixed percentage. You... Yeah. It, it, it just races like it skyrockets at the no. moment. So he has to pay more and more back. The interest, the interest exactly. Thank holy you. shit. The interest is just raising. So what he has, he's, he's working. Mm-hmm. He has, uh, he's doing his master's study right now. I think he's almost done with that and working and being self-employed. Mm-hmm. And he literally has to find a way to afford all this for the next 30 years because the interest is going so much up that he can't basically almost can't afford living anymore so like pick your poison right it's like it's it's very hard to decide and i think it's a matter of what you want to do some people just decide to rent because also a friend of a, a friend and i talked about it if you decide to not have kids and all that back then with the generations you build your house you knew someone else gonna live in this house potentially or you're gonna sell it right if Mm. you don't if you don't choose to have like another uh generation or have kids or whatever you don't even have someone to give what you built Mm -hmm. when you're leaving this planet so it gets sold anyways or it gets back like it comes back to the bank and they sell it because you don't have anyone or whatever it is right Mm -hmm. there's so many options so uh so many so many reasons so Things have changed so much that you just decide for yourself what is better. I either rent for the rest of my life. And when I leave, I don't have anything to give but the stuff that is in my apartment or was in my apartment. Or, for example, if you have a house or like try to pay back a house Mm -hmm. nowadays, it's just impossible. Like, it's it's not possible. You can't. I mean... Unless you're lucky. It's different on how you want to live. Like for me, I have a very good, I have like two really good examples um, in my parents in how to live. So for example, my dad, he's now 66 and he's living basically to the fullest. Like I Mm. have really like two completely extreme, extremely polar opposite parents. So my dad is um, all the money that he gets every month. He just spends it and enjoys life as much as he wants. Yeah. He drinks. He goes out to um, go out for dinner uh, three times a week. Um, he drives uh, a car that he has on a lease, a really strong car with a lot of horsepower. He rents a nice apartment. He has a dog. But in the end of the month, there's nothing left on his bank account. Like he just mm. lives from the money he gets, he spends it, and he enjoys life to the fullest. Yeah. And um, on one hand, I can 100% understand because for him, it's like he doesn't know how much life he has left to live. Mm. So he just lives every day to the fullest. And I think on one hand, that is very, very beautiful because like he mm-hmm. really just does like in in the beginning like when i was younger i was really judging him for that because ever since he got divorced from my mom my mom is a very um strict and planned person that you know each month we need to put around uh, away that much money and she always like Mm -hmm. kept everything when it comes to financial things in our family and then when my dad got separated from her you could just see like he got paid out uh, half of what the money 
was uh, our house was worth and he mm. spent that money i think within three months for he bought a car <laughs> and he went fucking i don't know enjoyed Nuts. his life right and mm -hmm. then money was gone and then he was but he was happy and for me in the beginning i was like holy shit he is a fucking idiot and um on the one hand yes <laughs> on mm -hmm. the other hand um i know that my dad is not gonna have any regrets in his life because he just does whatever makes him happy in the yeah. moment. and for that i'm kind of um like like jealous because he doesn't he's unapologetically himself right um and exactly and he can live like that because he doesn't have to worry about like a wife anymore he doesn't have to worry about me he knows that i'm fine he knows that mm. i'm not uh like relying on him giving anything to me once he's not there anymore so so that's beautiful that he can do whatever he wants and he does he really doesn't care what other people think so that is the one side that i have and on the other side i have my mom that is kind of like the other extreme that is just like hamstring everything and trying to spend as little as possible and make the most of of what she has and just like saves up for like the the time she will need it but she's never living to the fullest, if that makes sense. Exactly. That's what I wanted to just throw in. Like, I understand the part of, like, have some money on the side. Mm -hmm. But what I don't have at all is the fear of not having enough for whenever it is needed. Because I don't want to live when I'm 60. <clears throat> I want to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do. And not just, like, have the money on the side to be able to potentially do it when I'm 55. I do mm. not want to start living when I'm 55 or 60 or whenever. I want to do it whenever I want to do it. So I understand it, like, kind of, because it's always good to have something on the side, obviously, mm. no matter if it just your, your washing machine breaks or whatever it is, right? Mm. There's always things, or you need to go to the dentist and, and get your, like, tooth fixed or whatever it is. It's a lot of money every now and then that comes like happens or like you need a lot a bunch of money whenever something happens in your life but i am not afraid like never that i won't have enough later on because i can worry about this later mm -hmm. on like i mm -hmm. need to worry about my present now and i want to enjoy my present so mm -hmm. i a mixture of both is for example like what yeah, i would exactly. do because yeah, yeah my stepdad is the same he's like hoarding the money at home mm. right he's like we need all this uh, like th having this home is a safe for the bad and times like, we'd never know what's gonna happen yeah he didn't even have they didn't even have like internet home like wi-fi and their own router until two years after my mom moved in or three years because <laughs> he he just it was too much money for him to spend on right mm. like he mm. didn't need it and then i was like you're like socially active so much like you're active so much on social media you need a wi-fi just use it and for netflix and whatever it is like and those are the things where i just don't save because i don't care if i if i want this in my life like wi-fi <laughs> yeah. i just you just pay it and you have it and i'm not really afraid of this like at all but i think it's also because of their parents right they were like kind of post-war and all of that and they mm -hmm. were still a different generation where they didn't have that much so i understand where it comes from yeah for sure like or not knowing if you have enough money to to build to buy food next 
months or whatever it is like i do get that and my mom is like also similar as i said like she's really extreme mm. she's like checking uh oh yeah where's the the milk five cents cheaper is it gonna be for a little this week and then she's gonna like bulk buys those huge amounts and that kind of stuff but i understand that as well because the prices with everything rising like oh yeah not yeah. only the rent but she but... always did it no no matter what time it was not not now like yeah. she did that ever since i'm a, a child no matter if we were financially not, not, or actually not. it started actually since she's not with my dad so ever since the divorce like i feel like they were balancing each other each other mm. out very well while they were together at least that's the the way i saw it i was obviously really mm -hmm. young i was like 11 when they separated but for me it was like everything had like a nice balance between them yeah and then once they separated they went like in the extremes yeah, um, yeah. but but yeah so for me it's it's like similar to to what you say like i like having money on the side that i know if my car breaks down, as you say, I have an emergency. There's something with the animals, or yeah. like you know, there's so so easy uh, a moment where you're gonna need like two, three thousand euros, you know, for something. Yeah. Like yeah. if I just think like a normal service for my car sometimes costs like eight hundred euros, you know, mm -hmm. and it would give me anxiety if I would know that I don't have a certain amount of money on the side at all times. Yeah, and um, like I'm lucky to be in a position where I don't have to like check like, oh, do I have the hundred years on my on my bank account right now to buy groceries? Do I have to think about if I can afford um going ham at the grocery store and buying all the new things and maybe buying uh I don't know the snack that's four years instead of two years because I want to have that specific one or buy yeah. one or whatever it is so i'm really fortunate when it comes to those kind of things um but yeah i i think i want to be like a, a good mix between my my parents where i live in a moment and i i can honestly say that if there's something that i really want to have i buy it for myself like i obviously see like yeah. okay is it just like an urge that i have now that i want to spend it and then most of the time you know when you buy something you lose interest in in it mm -hmm. two weeks later so obviously i try to consider those kind of things um but overall like if i want something and i know it's gonna make me happy even if it's for a short term i usually do it because as i say like you don't you don't know maybe i walk I, I cross the street tomorrow and i get hit by a bus and i'm dead and then i'm gonna die with all the money that i have on my bank account no. and saved it for a better time or whatever it is and i think i i really started doing what i wanted and what would make me happy in my life and make my life fulfilled because like as a as a human we're always like looking forward like that's like a natural thing like you have your next goal like that mm. once i i have this i'm gonna be happy once i reach this point in my life i'm gonna feel fulfilled and then yeah. when you're almost at your goal you're already thinking about the next goal and then like the fulfillment of what you were waiting for is already like gone and moved on to, mm. the, to the next point so um when i kind of realized that i really started doing the things that i want or like things like for example my partner really doesn't like traveling so nathan travels a lot through work so um in his free time he's happy when he's home and can just relax and spend time with animals enjoy 
our house and garden and stuff so he's not interested in doing any fancy five-star maladive holidays kind of stuff or travel to yeah. japan or whatever but i knew that i always wanted to to travel there and in my mind i was always like yeah <laughs> um i i cannot enjoy those kind of things if i can't do it with him so i was yeah. like limiting myself and i was not doing that and then you know like last year i went to dubai with kerstin this year i went uh to tokyo with uh, laura so i i understood that i can do whatever i want with whoever i want if it makes me happy you know what i mean like i don't need yeah. first of all my partner or i don't need to wait for the right moment like i i'm just doing all of those things that make me happy um in the moment because you don't know because you don't know when um when and if you're going to be able to enjoy those kind of things you know yeah later on in life and to come a little bit back to like circle back into the whole like millennial thing like um i wrote down as kind of an how do i say like it's a, a, a over over overly oh. a, a overdone uh stereotype of how we millennials are so i wrote down plants are the new dogs dogs are the new kids and kids are the new houses right so mm. <laughs> nowadays already having a pet is really expensive right like um first of all things that you don't think about while having having a dog for example like you need to pay once a year you need to pay the dog tax you need to put it on your household insurance or have your own insurance for the dog you have you have that still in Carinthia? What do you mean, we like the insurance or the dog tax? The dog tax. We don't have dog taxes anymore in, in, in Syria. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. You sure? No, you don't. Mm. Like when you have a dog in Carinthia, you need to go to the state thingy and you need to register your dog to your address mm. and to your name. Yeah. And then you, you get a market. A plate. Yeah, but you don't have to pay for that anymore here. You pay two years for a plague and then you yeah, but pay, yeah. yeah, and then you pay per year. I think for two dogs, I pay hundred forty euros a year. hundred. That's crazy. Like that's gone here. Like we don't really? have that anymore. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. There's okay. Hundesteuer, meinst du da? Ich glaube, so hast du ja. Yep, die haben wir nimmer. Okay, okay. That's crazy that we live in the same country, but it's from state what you to state. have to do here. I don't know if that's a thing in in Corinthia as well. When you get a dog, yeah. you have to to have this basic workshop that is like three hours mm -hmm. that costs you fifty bucks once, and then you're basically like, okay, you're allowed to have a dog. It's literally basic shit, yeah. like how to how to put on the leash, like how to act with a dog, like and work with a dog. This is what yeah. you have to do here, and then okay. Yeah. We don't we don't have to do that I think anymore or maybe I don't know I remember I did like the basic course with with Mira but I did that because I wanted it I don't think you have to I think it's a good thing that you have to do that even if it's just mm -hmm. very basic yeah. but yeah <laughs> you know there's enough idiots out there so basically yeah dog tags um you you need like the basic stuff for your dog first all the toys the food this um, is sorry to throw it in since 2019 we don't have that anymore but only in Graz? Okay. Uh, apparently, yeah. It's just, it's an article about Graz. That's nice. Graz. Good yeah. for you. Good for you. Um, <laughs> then you need to but put yeah, it in that insurance. comes as well. Exactly. Uh, then you have to think about, you need to go vaccinate your dog, um, mm -hmm. which 
can easily that be in like general. A, a hundred a hundred bucks a year you can roughly then your dog is going to get sick every now and then um that obviously depends really on your vet like we have a nice one where i pay like i don't know 20 30 bucks usually when i go but i know people yeah. that go to like those clinics where they charge you just to come in 50 bucks and then yeah. uh, uh, for just checking out the dog, another 35. And then, you know, yeah. it stacks up and it can be hundreds of euros. And obviously, like, if your dog has something really bad, needs an operation, those kind of things, yeah. um, it can go into the thousands really, really quickly. Um, yeah. So that's what you need to consider. So a lot of people are not even dog moms or dads they're becoming plant dogs uh, pl plant moms plant, or dads. Dads. Plant, plant dogs <laughs> yeah you become a plant dog no uh, plant moms and that's actually how i started as well like i'm evolving from being a plant mom to being a cat mom then becoming a, a dog mom and who knows maybe i'm gonna be a real mom at one point as well um but yeah plants are cheaper than uh, dogs in normal cases unless you're really crazy <laughs> um there are some really expensive expensive uh plants there as well also uh sure. another example steffi right here she started with the plants as well i'm just saying and now she's talking about the dog so to be fair no with the <laughs> plants i got forced into this because i i don't need plants to be happy in my life i don't care about them in my apartment i love ah. looking at beautiful trees outside when i go for walkies uh, but I don't, I don't really need them in my apartment. And then one day Max came home from Ikea. They, Maria and him went to Ikea and he brought me this plant. And I'm grateful for the plant, but I didn't need it. By the way, did the thingy survive so far? The one in the water yeah. that I gave you? Is it alive? Oh, yeah, yeah it's in the kitchen. <gasps> Yay! It's, it's like braving. Is rooting already? Nice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nice, nice. You can soon put it I'm into... A, I'm going to tell you when it died. No, you can put it in the soil <laughs> soon. You're mm -hmm. not gonna, you're not gonna kill it. You're gonna see. Mm -hmm. I will. <laughs> I gave her another plant <laughs> to take care of. Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, plants are the new dogs. Then dogs yeah. are the new ca uh, kids because obviously, like dogs are a lot of work, but they're still probably way cheaper than children and a little bit less uh, time consuming. Yeah, I mean, you can fuck them up as well, but I think oh, yeah. you can fuck oh, up yeah. kids more than dogs. Like. You have to live with the consequences <laughs> back then, right? Because a kid lives longer. If you fuck up your child, who knows? Maybe it becomes a serial killer or whatever it is. Like I a mean, dog can become a serial killer. I mean, so, a dog, you can just not like socially train yeah, your dog. Probably... And then it's going to bite people or other dogs True. and that kind of stuff. So you can fuck up a lot of shit. You you can, but it's worse with kids, I'd say. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. But I'm just saying, like, you can you can fuck up with dogs as well. You can, me. yeah. I've once you're gonna be a dog owner, you're gonna start seeing mm. all this fucked up people. I swear. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and um, I think, and we talked about that that topic as well. How like, um, we're like the. I don't remember which episode it was, but we talked about how um, our generation is the first one that kind of breaks the cycle of um, passing trauma on from generation to generation. So I think, at least for me, for my mm -hmm. family, I, I kind of feel like that's the case. It would be the case if I would ever have children and I'm the first generation that kind of dealt with my own trauma first before getting children and then passing that on to them you know mm -hmm. giving them that burden so on the other hand i feel like a lot of people nowadays nowadays are way more reflected 
about themselves and their own issues that they sometimes not only because of money or whatever decide to not have children but because they know that they have issues themselves and they don't want to pass on on children and now if you think about it like we're such a reflected reflective reflected generation i think um that we're worried to fuck up children and rather than getting children potentially fucking them up which just with that knowledge you're already going to be doing better than your parents right you're never going to be a perfect parent but yeah true but we all have issues and you all like you won't get rid of them ever like all of them so i think it's just and I also wouldn't say that most of us are reflected because most of, not, I mean, maybe our generation, but the next generation mm-hmm. is more like cancel culture than anything else. Mm-hmm. So I think the hybrids like us mm-hmm. are the ones that think about these things more mm-hmm. and potentially make it better. But or we decide will always to not have even... some issues. Oh yeah, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. that um, we're not gonna have the issue, but we're gonna be more reflected about yeah, it. Yeah, and like, more aware of them. Yeah. The, the way I feel like it, it got handled in the past was like, oh yeah, I have issues. My partner's issues. Our relationship has issues. You know what we should have? What we should do? We should have a child because that's gonna fix <laughs> all of our problems. Then she stays. Gonna... <laughs> he stays if I'm pregnant. Exactly. He's like, oh, he's what? He's he's about to leave me. Oh, don't you worry about that. <laughs> or I'm like prego. <laughs> Or like, hey, our relationship is for, is in shambles for like the last three years. You know what? Let's try to have a child, and mm-hmm. then then I'm gonna see him love the, the our our daughter son so much that our life our love is gonna be ignited again. again. Yes, <laughs> that, that kind of stuff. And then you that's have exactly a child. how and it works, guys. That's exactly hundred percent how it works. And then you fuck up not only re- your relationship even more. And your child, you also ruin not only your own life, the life of your partner, and the potential life of your um, future child as well. Um, so yeah, anyway, so I think it's like this weird thing where the people that would be great parents are too worried about other things and potentially decide to yeah. not have children, while there's other people that are just having children that are not shooting them out and just yeah, yeah exactly just popping them out little trauma factories if you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was that was that was nasty trauma no but it's, yeah but it's kind of true don't you think like it's like you don't want some mm-hmm. people they don't want to deal with their own issues Shit. so mm. they just try to make Pop it fresh <laughs> like i feel like like honestly i feel like a few people are so like they just accept that their life is so fucked or they're, yeah. they're so full of trauma that they that they decide to just have a free a, a fresh start with a child yeah. but they don't realize that that just makes it all worse yeah. like th- like the people just need to realize that you need to work on yourself first before you first of all can be in a healthy relationship and then have like a, a good relationship with a future child you know what i mean yeah. and i'm not saying that even if you're reflected or whatever it is, that you're automatically going to be the perfect parent. I don't think that anybody is going to ever be a perfect parent. Like, there's no, no such thing. But you can be at least more reflected, reflective about what, what you're doing, what you're thinking. Um, you can 
try to be better than maybe what you have experienced and maybe try to learn um also from your future child you know what i mean <laughs> and try to not fuck them up and just wait till society is gonna fuck your child up for you i mean that's the next thing that's something that i would be super fucking afraid of i think i talked about that before as well imagine I, you're doing I like heard as you. someone somewhat good job and then your child goes into school and has this asshole teacher and ruins everything but listen it's all about what you did before because that's i have i was a fucking bitch when i was younger I was fi like between 15 and 18. There was no hope for me, no future, nothing like what I did in these times and <laughs> who I like, not, not who I did, but who I like my friend circle and everything was just, it was very low. And whenever I look back, I'm like, damn, Steffi, you made it. How did you make it out of there? So I think it's a lot of like what you give your child, obviously, like, uh, teenage uh, purity and everything is a tough time for everyone and I was fucked up as well I was very fucked up but I can say guys you can make it out of there yeah, I'm the I mean, living proof I so mean, I am not worried about that like true, I'm just actually, gonna push my now child. that you think about it dude I had really <laughs> fucked up parents like yeah. I mean again till while they were together till I was 11 nice childhood still yeah, yeah. like you know a few things like that were monka s but like let's say it really fucked up when it was 11 yeah that's yeah. when it just went all downhill and i'm gonna be honest i turn out pretty great amazing I say. like yeah. I, I i turn out great like i already yeah. overcome my parents by i don't know yeah. a lot <laughs> without yeah. wanting to sound like an idiot or something like that so and now think about it they didn't even do the bare minimum parents should have done and now imagine you do your very best how much potentially the child is going to have done right yeah. if people with fucked up parents can turn out as good on a quotation marks as yeah. i imagine you doing your very best how good your child can be so on the other hand very very yeah. true yeah so actually actually crazy no, but it's it's actually kind of crazy how 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 that goes, right? Like how mm. fucked up you can be and how far you can turn around, or yeah, out of what a fucked up situation you can come and how great you can turn out. Dude, I yeah. could have been a fucking. If I think about it, like my mom left me alone for eight weeks every summer since I was like thirteen or fourteen. Dude, I could have okay. fucking. I could have fucking cooked meth in my house. I yeah. could have I could have started a fucking sex cult at 14 at my house. Yeah, nobody, she should be grateful that you turned nobody, out so great. What did I do? I was worried that when my mom comes home that the house isn't clean enough. Or that, <laughs> that I killed one of her plants or something like that. <laughs> Fun fact, I hated plants because whenever my mom was gone, she had the full house full of plants. Fuck, yeah. I'm like my mom. No, I just realized... <laughs> that's why i was that that's why i was like smirking earlier as well because when it comes to all these things i know i have so many traits of my mom Same. like i would literally be at least 60 percent uh of behavior and everything is like my mom oh yeah i think i, hate I, think I have a good 50 percent as well yeah i hate cooking my mom hated cooking when she had to do our like uh the sandwiches and everything for school she just cut the salami in three centimeter like thick p 
pieces and put it in the sandwich. My dad was like super like taking care of everything, like made it like super lo- like with a lot of love, like sliced it very thin, cheese, everything. You always knew when my mom was making the sandwiches and when my dad made the sandwiches. And it's like, I'm so the same. Same with like, we sit on the couch at home, like Max and I, we watch something and in in my mom's house, right? They have the kitchen and the, connected to the living room with the eating table. And you can be 100% sure when you're sitting on the couch watching a movie at approximately around 11, she either asks me to do her like here to make her curls or she starts to bake a cake. Okay. And you just hear the mixer while watching a movie. So yeah, and, and you I'm the same. Do the like muffins at fucking two a.m. Yes, or I just I don't know vacuum my apartment at eleven because I feel like okay I have to do it now. So I have so many traits from her, obviously, and I always have to like laugh when I realize that we have so many similarities when it comes to that, obviously. And then. Was from it my for dad you as well. well that you hated the things when you were a child and now you have the things and now you're like, fuck, I'm the exact same. No, probably not because you have a good relationship with your mom, right? Uh, I mean, it's pretty annoying when she starts baking while you watch a movie. <laughs> I understand Max when he's annoyed when I start like cleaning the apartment or vacuum and vacuuming at 11 p.m. in the evening and he just wants to chill when mm. it needs to be done. Mm -hmm. at this time so (laughs) i see the annoying part but i also ignore it because i want to do it so i know i know how she feels and that's why i don't mind Uh, for me dude i hate it i have so many like for example i just realized the thing with the plants because like Mm -hmm. again my mom was often gone for like eight weeks in summer and my mom had so many fucking plants dude and in summer like we had like uh, flowers in a balcony mm-hmm. and when it had like 30 degrees outside you had to water those motherfuckers in the morning and in the evening so they don't die by the heat yeah and um at one point i remember when i was like 16 or 17 i could not bother watering those flowers so what i would do for seven weeks i would just let those motherfuckers die and then before she comes back i would buy new ones and put them in oh my god you were an evil genius I, I like I literally could not give a fuck about those fucking plants and I never I swore to myself that I would never have plants in my apartment because it's yeah. so annoying because she made me like a schedule like oh you need to f- those once a week those twice a week this two times a day uh, this 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 and there were like 40 plants in a whole house and now I'm the exact same like I have plants everywhere yeah. like I, I I love it like for me it makes me feel so home and and like it just gives the the house a full complete other feeling when there's plants in it that is very true yes it looks it looks nice they, they so just work. I know. make the room more like living mm, can you phrase it like this i actually also yeah. read an article that having having i i read so many articles that having uh plants in your living space uh lowers anxiety levels it it like calms the mm-hmm. mind. It's also something like energetic kind of thing. Maybe. After feng shui, it's yeah. also very important to have those. Okay, it's very good to know. Re- re- How many do you need uh, per room? Is there, what's the plant rule for feng shui? Do you know? Uh, usually you should, like where you work, you should have for sure one. Mm-hmm. That's what I know. Like you should have a plant, for example, here on my, I, I should have one here around me, basically. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you have a lot in the back. Mm. Um, One, I mean, your room's two. not not feng shui Not at all. But like yeah. the the I would have to have the door in my back, right? No, you would have the desk in your back, like where it needs to be diagonal to the to the door. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I would have That's, to sit at yeah. this wall. Yeah. Okay. Basically, it. just mirror your your whole yeah, setup. Yeah. Okay. That's how it would be. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Not gonna so happen. yeah, but plants are very important there as well. Yes. Mm. So yeah, that those kind of things, and then. Um, I think I said that before, like I would, my mom would always put things at the bottom of the stairs and would be like, oh yeah, next time you go up, you take the things on the bottom of the stairs and take them upstairs. Mm -hmm. And now I do the, ex and I was always like, Dude, why don't you just bring the stuff up? Like I, and I would ignore it purposely and let the stuff be there. And my mom, mm -hmm. every time I walk past, she's like, can you please just take the stuff upstairs when you go up anyway? And now I'm the same with Nathan. Like I put the stuff in the bottom and every yeah. time, and Nathan walks by four times a day and i'm like dude i put two rolls of toilet paper to the stairs because the toilet paper is about to run out upstairs mm -hmm. and i'm like just take it upstairs you're going up anyway and then i'm like i'm just like my mom <laughs> yeah so annoying. i see so many similarities as well Same. but then again we're kind of the hybrids of both right so we're oh yeah oh yeah like we I have know. our own traits as well that's the that's the interesting thing then what kind of traits we pass on or would pass on you know what i mean yeah our yeah. own traits like what would Dude, it be? i i would i would love to see like i'm i'm super super interested and in, uh like for example um, the whole thing with like ADHD and autism, right? So if you have ADHD mm -hmm. or autism, like the chance is really high that you um, pass it on to your children. So for example, for me, it was like, I realized that I have ADHD when I, when I turned like roughly 30, 29, 30. And then now I realized this year that my dad is autistic, right? Mm. So now... I know that I got the fucking ADHD from my autistic dad and then knowing that <laughs> <laughs> and then now knowing that I got myself an autistic partner as well and then now I don't really know the genetic um chi, -chi with the child guys the, yeah yeah so now got to be Einstein yeah then then like imagine now like autistic dad ADHD mom like what is it going to be is it going to be a fucking um full-on ADHD uh, hyperactive annoying child or is it gonna be mm -hmm. fucking smarty pants Einstein autistic yep. uh the, 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 the what is it called the new doctor no what is it called Fuck. something like that mm -hmm. you don't know or maybe maybe two and two equal uh one and one <laughs> you know like normal child and we're gonna what are we gonna do with a normal person like how do those <laughs> work <laughs> like, like, i was expect so yeah i don't know so I, uh. I i really have to say like i i would like to have a child one day yeah and, and i would be so interested in in how it turns out and i would i would just like it like to see how it develops yeah yeah giving it like uh, a good environment to develop their own way while being raised with good values as well yeah i guess but yeah i mean obviously it, but i think the moment the first time your child tells you it hates you and like a fight or when they hit pu puberty or something like that dude that's gonna fucking break your heart 
Mm. Like when they when they really mad at you and they're gonna tell you I fucking hate you, mom. I'll never want to talk to you again. <sighs> I I'm, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, this turned into a child topic now as well, like child mm. episode at the moment. I was thinking about because I'm watching Working Moms right now. Mm-hmm. There apparently wasn't like they uploaded a new season on Netflix. I didn't see it before. Like that. Come a little closer to the mic. This show that the show even exists. Uh, so I started watching it. It has five episodes, uh, five seasons, and there's all these topics. Like they talk about everything, and you see everything, and also that that children like I fucking hate you, whatever it is, and it bothers them a lot. Even she's a uh, professional sci- psychologist and and stuff like that. Mm. Um, probably yeah, gonna hurt you, but then. I'm not. I, I can't tell because I'm not in the situation right now. But from what I can tell, what I think is, I I wouldn't take it serious because I know I was the same. I I never said I hate yeah. you. Oh, I did. I never did that. Oh, I did. No, I I think I never said that. Um, and same with dogs, right? When people, when I see people like letting dogs, like what dogs did, slip through just because they're so cute. Mm. It's like, no, you need to be consequent with a lot of things in life. And this is actually one part where I can be. I'm like, I'm trained because I know how cute dogs can look when they want something mm. or in general, just from home. And you need to be like consequent sometimes. And you need to say no sometimes and stay like strong, no matter mm. how cute they look. And then I see friends having dogs and letting like these things slip through, right? And this is how you how you turn it into a brat. So I'm very I'm very harsh with this. Like mm, even yeah. as as well with Lily when she's here, like I'm gonna tell her, no, bitch, we don't do this like mm. this. Gotta stay. No the, matter the, how the thing is, like again, like that works with I think with children and with dogs, as you say. Like the thing is once you like it's super important first of all to have boundaries and rules in your house Mm. and the i think the biggest issue is when you're like gray when you're like sometimes you let it slip sometimes you don't like you need to be black and white i think like so either something is allowed or something is not allowed and then you know like i just did with, with my dogs like I think we talked about that before as well. Like with Mira, the first four years, I was really inconsequent. I was like, sometimes I let her do things, sometimes I won't. And yeah, that uh, just made her sometimes behave, sometimes don't. And then sometimes when it was important that she would listen, she would just yeah, not because yeah. I was not consequent enough. And now I learned from Sabrina that I have to be black and white to yeah. this is the rule and either you stick to it or you're not. Yeah, and yeah. if you if you're not not sticking to the rules, you're gonna have the consequence. You're gonna get corrected for it. Yeah. And uh, if you stick to the rules, you're gonna be fine all the time. And obviously, like with dogs, it's way easier than with children. Um, but I can just see it how the relationship between me and my dog, because she knows exactly if I do this, this mm-hmm. is gonna be the consequence. If I'm gonna behave, I'm gonna be fine. And I think with children, giving them like clear lines of like hey you can maneuver within those boundaries and sticking Mm. to those is something really important because again like if you get yourself a breath so like a really like misbehaved child that doesn't know where the boundaries is like you don't only make your own life living hell but also for 
who for everybody that's gonna be in contact with your child in the future and also potentially messing up their future potential that they're gonna have in school in work life in relationships you know what i mean so i don't know for me no matter what i would try to i mean i know it's way easier said than done obviously operating mm. on enough sleep and not being in that situation and so on in real time but um i think it's really important to have certain values and try to try to uh translate that into raising a living being i think that's why guys don't start with the kids start with the dogs exactly and if the dogs are too much start with the plants exactly start with the plants see if you can water <laughs> plant once a week once you have that get a harder plant that you have to water <laughs> twice a week if you want to be hardcore get plants in the balcony in summer that you have to water once in the morning and then in the evening and then if you can do that get a cat get a dog no no, no. first or get the cat <clears throat> where you have to do the litter box and feet and then you can do the dog where you have mm. to walk and feed and train and and actually have to be somewhat not even somewhat yeah. of a parent. You really like you pick your poison. Like if I'm gonna say it right now, if you have an asshole dog, it's not the dog's <laughs> problem, you're the problem. Like it's literally like I again, Sabrina's a dog trainer. Ninety-nine percent of the time it is the owner. <laughs> that's the issue and not the dog so if you're listening to this and you're like dude i have such an asshole dog such a fucking (laughs) such a fucking idiot never listening destroying everything such a fucking breath dude it's you i was the problem for mira four years and now i have two dogs sleeping next to me you didn't even notice i had them next to me for the last one and a half hours yeah because now i know how to raise dogs and uh, potentially at one point I'm going to know how to raise a child as well. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe I'm going to have a child and it's going to be, be the biggest asshole ever. And then I'm going to release it to the world and you can deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Anyway. Um, wasn't I think it, we're done. Yeah. Pretty long one. The rage spawn. <laughs> the, the trauma factory popping out. <laughs> <laughs> the tra- I think the trauma factory was my favorite favorite thing that i said today that was actually <laughs> that was actually a little bit hilarious my favorite was philosophing stone, <laughs> philosophing stone. <laughs> so today today was a good one um yeah completely went off topic kind of um sorry that i always bring you back into like the children and dog topic it's just i don't know it's just a lot yep. in my mind i guess um but yeah guys thank you so much for listening this was a little bit of a longer one this week um we appreciate you steffi you want to add anything or are you done no i'm done yeah, with this guys. guys peace steffi doesn't want to subscribe wanna... don't forget oh, to yeah, subscribe yeah, yeah. by the way for everybody that is still here and not listen. subscribe gets one week free of of julia and, and me steffi. oh my god that's <laughs> a great idea hey we didn't talk about that but that's fine listen guys we need <laughs> subscribers so we can monetize our podcast we have only 444 subscribers on 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 youtube if you don't know now in order to actually monetize your content on youtube you need a thousand subscribers so please subscribe if you haven't yet and if not get your boyfriend girlfriend best friend grandma uh cousin 
and make them subscribe to our yeah, YouTube channel. We would <laughs> fuck my cousin. <laughs> um, <laughs> why are you fucking my cousin? Um, please make them subscribe to our channel so we can monetize and finally, after one and a half years, start making money out of this podcast because oh. literally we're sitting here every week. Um, we're enjoying this, but we're not making any money out of this. We're actually burning money. So True. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to raffle every month from now on for everybody that subscribed and comments on one of our uh, videos in this month uh, a free month of OnlyFans so uh, good luck with that <laughs> um, and we appreciate <laughs> you guys uh, we see you again next week on Monday thank you so much for listening sorry for rambling this one was long we love you all bye peace